this is an interesting little discussion piece simply because it's sort of a film that unless you heard about it, you know, unless you kind of were, I guess, uh, you're a follower of maybe, you know, obscure action or martial arts films, you might have not even come across it unless you were digging in there and it came across your plate or you knew somebody who would tell you about it. Um, Fist of the Condor is this martial arts film that's kind of come out of nowhere for me, and I sat through it, and I was not disappointed until the very end. I'm not going to say it's sort of experimental in any way. It's more along the lines of a different style of action, I guess because, you know, it's done with this sort of finesse that's a little different than what we sort of expect from action movies of this nature. Uh, it stars uh, Marco Zorro, and Marco Zorro is kind of, he's been around for a while. I know him from a very obscure movie from like 15 years ago, which called Mirage Man. I've actually been trying to find it recently, and I can't find it anywhere, and I'm really upset because I remember getting it from like Blockbuster back in the day. I'm talking this is like a 2006, 2007, maybe even 2005 movie, and it was really enjoyable, um, and the action is really good. And then he's gone on to like pop up in some different uh, action movies here and there. He plays one of the fighters in Undisputed 3. He's in um, Machete Kills. He's in uh, Alita Battle Angel as a character that she has to fight. He's in the new John Wick movie. Uh, he's also in a film that's a little bit obscure by itself uh, that I'm working on actually a script for for my other channel. It's called A Hundred Years. It's a very interesting story, and it's a very interesting thing that he's a part of that film as well uh, because he's a good action star, and I think that you know he has a very small list of things that he does because I only think he does maybe what he wants to do, and Fist of the Condor kind of seems like a, a real passion project for him because he plays extremely well in it. Now, it's not filmed in the best quality. It definitely feels like an almost direct-to-video film, which makes sense with sort of its release path. Like, it's very choppy. And again, unless you were able to sort of find a copy online is the only chance you'd probably be able to get it because it's not listed anywhere streaming that's major. You know what I mean? Like, it's not on Netflix. It's not on Hulu. It's not on anything. So you kind of have to stumble across it and then find a source to to get it, get a copy for yourself to watch. But it's totally worth it because the action is extremely good. It's an extremely good action film when the fighting's happening. And then when the storyline's happening throughout it, it tells a really interesting story of these twin brothers who were meant to be trained in this very ancient martial art form called the Condor. And the Condor fighting style is essentially all narrowed down to this one book that you have to kind of read and master, then you can teach others, and then the master of whoever you teach has to be the one who bears the book. Now, one brother gets so good, he's meant to be the bearer of the book. The other brother gets jealous and steals the book. So the brother who is betrayed goes on this sort of path of, uh, I guess, like finding himself, and then he decides that it's time to go and fix what uh, what I broke. He kind of blames himself for what his brother did because his brother wind up killing their master. And essentially he goes on this sort of redemption path where he goes to try to find his brother so he can get the book back. And now he fights a bunch of people that his brother is sending af after him. He kind of learning more about them and their history and everything. 
Um, the twin part is just uh, Mark playing the two characters, just sort of split screen when they're together and just wearing a wig in one scene when he's the evil brother. And then he's bald in another scene where he's the brother that the story focuses on. And the fighting style is great. Marco is an excellent martial artist. Uh, it is a little shorter than you would want. It, it just clocks in at around an hour and a half, maybe. And then the other problem is, is that it sort of feels unfinished simply because it ends without resolving the story. Now, this is also what sort of makes me feel like this might be something experimental, because why? Why not just add another 20, 30 minutes of footage and finish the storyline off, unless the plan is to do a sequel? But I haven't read a single thing about a sequel, and I've dug. I've been trying to find something that tells me that Fist of the Condor is going to have a sequel of some kind. Maybe it's just not planned yet, because this is pretty new this this came out this year january something of this year and slowly it's been making its way through different distribution labels trying to get it recognized and maybe that's what they're waiting for they're waiting for it to get more recognition to see if it's worth putting the investment in for a sequel but then if it ends the way it ends and we never get a sequel because the distribution is all over the place and not enough people watch it to give it any sort of decent reviews and talk about it enough. It's just going to end on this cliffhanger. Like that's, that's just going to suck. Like I don't like when the plan is to make a sequel when the actual, like a sequel should be something that has worth in the next film, not what you were building up as the storyline for this film. You could do something like that. Like who does that best? The Matrix did that pretty good. When you're talking about the first Matrix film, then you go into Matrix Reloaded. The way the Matrix Reloaded ends, it's basically a cliffhanger because you know that there's a third one planned. So you're going to wait for that third one and the anticipation is high. So you get hyped up and you can't wait for the third one. So they start the third one and get it out as soon as possible. You don't have that here. It sort of just ends and there's nothing to tell you there's going to be more. So you just think the story ends and there's no resolution. He never he never gets the book. He never fights his brother. I just don't understand why you would take that route. And maybe that was also a decision because how are you going to make how are you going to make it look like you're fighting yourself when you decided to play twin brothers instead of just getting another martial artist to play your brother and have just this big fight scene at the very end. It just seems like there was a lot not going for this and it's upsetting. Because it's enjoyable. It just would have been better if it just ended the way it should have ended with that big fight in some capacity. Because I don't know if this will ever get a resolution. So maybe it's not worth trying to even find now that you know that. But I'm sorry. I can't sit here and say that it's good regardless of the fact. Because it sucks when you think there's never going to be a sequel and I don't know if I can say honestly if it ever will. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say when it comes to nothing anywhere is telling me that there's plans. You make this decision when you end a movie like this, when you have plans and something somewhere should describe those plans. Oh, 
this is where we stop the movie. Production is continuing. It'll be done by the end of the year. It will premiere sometime next year. Something out there that tells you something. I found a, I found a nothing. I found a crumb of literally nothing that leads me to believe that we're going to get any resolution to this film, which is very tough for me to recommend to anybody because you might be just as pissed off as I am when you watch it till the end. 